Welcome to the Fit Aviators Club podcast, where aviation, fitness, and mindset meet to improve the balance of your health and quality of life in aviation. This is your host, Fernando Contreras, and let's get to it. everybody welcome back to the fit aviators club episode and the podcast show today we are talking with justin and jeremy they are the co-founders of airfare healthy snacks on the go airfare curates and delivers healthy snacks for flight crews travelers and aviation businesses they've sourced more than 50 snacks from small businesses across north america hundreds of pilots love these snacks because they're healthy unique and perfect for keeping you feeling great on the line in the flight deck during a seat and even at your hotel. I've actually tried so many of these snack options and they are seriously delicious. And plus, they have no sugar added in any of that oil or other crap that you find in a lot of those other snacks. So actually, listeners today, Airfare Pouch is sponsoring this episode. Listeners today can get 50% off their first order enough customizable snacks by using discount code FITAVIATORSCLUB at checkout. That's F-I-T-A-V-I-A-T-O-R-S. C-L-U-B at checkout. Visit airfarepouch.com and check out the snacking snacking options. Justin and Jeremy, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, good to see you. Thank you. We're excited. Yeah. So I hear that you guys are a little bit scattered uh, across the United States, huh? Yes, indeed. Justin's been been jet-setting for many years, but we we settled Airfares headquarters in Boston, which is where I am, uh, and just as out west that's crazy do you guys coordinate based on like zulu time like you know us pilots we have to coordinate based on the zero longitude do you guys do that same or you just play around with the time zones and just kind of coordinate it that way imagine a very disorganized uh hodgepodge of organizing times uh no we you know we we basically have the idea that the three hour separation we're, we're on a pretty good rhythm he's actually I'm, a, I'm an early to early guy i go to bed early i wake up early Jeremy's like a little, like stays up way later than I do. And so it actually works out timing wise pretty well. That's great. That, that is awesome. Well, how did you guys, uh, how did you guys meet? Like if you're all the way across the country. Tell the story, Josh, take us back. Uh, we, we met, we met the first night of college actually. Um, at, I don't know, 2000 was that 2004, the fall of 2004 we met, wow. um, so a long time ago and we were like, Jeremy was like my first friend I didn't know coming into college and, uh, and his wife as well. And I've been close uh, ever since. And, you know, handful of years ago started talking business stuff and three or four years ago uh, came up with this idea. Wow. That's amazing. So almost 20 years strong uh, friendship here, huh? Making us yeah, feel old. Still hanging on. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome well justin and jeremy i gotta say that i totally love the concept of airfare um it makes a healthy snacking so easy on the go it certainly helped me through those times where i'm crunching in between you know flights and i have no time to eat it definitely satisfies my hunger in between those flights until i can actually get my meal prep on and cruise flight and be able to you know eat my stuff but it, it i think these healthy snacks uh satisfy in so many different ways not just in between flights but anywhere else so i'm curious to know how did the airfare concept come about and why the aviation industry you want to take that jerry yeah 
Yeah, yeah. So um, I'll tell you how the, the concept came about, and then Jeremy, I'll tell you about the why aviation uh, and crew and stuff. Uh, it came about because I was, you know, working a job where I was flying. I, we, I didn't come from the crew side; neither of us did. Uh, came from the passenger side. I was a business traveler, traveling a hundred thousand miles a year, and uh, realized, you know, wow, you got to really think about what you're bringing. You know, I mean, uh, at that time, I wasn't thinking about crew like you do. I mean, every single week you're doing all this meal prep. Uh, but but still, for me, it's, it's different than a normal, you know, nine to five uh, worker you're, you're preparing. And so um, I would do all that work. But my boss, who wanted to eat what I had, but didn't want to do the work and didn't remember to do the work, would keep being left traveling, you know, with no good food. And I would have good food. And eventually he started asking me to bring him food, him the same stuff I was bringing myself and he would buy them. So that, that was the origination of the idea. Colleagues started asking wow. me about it, friends and stuff. And so uh, I also helped write about health and, and readers would ask me about what I eat to, on the go and things like that. So that kind of spread. And I, you know, eventually had the idea of, you know, maybe I can do this better for other people. But at first I was just thinking about travelers until uh jeremy the pandemic uh, kind of came about yeah so and and so justin had kind of launched us to test the idea of how do we help people on the go specifically air travelers um eat healthier uh and instead of stopping at the airport or relying on the, the current way they were doing that and we he, he went live he asked me to join on right after a few months later and we launched this idea to market to learn and pandemic started a few months later. So once we were in that realm, we, our first, I think my first gut reaction and maybe both of us was like heart sink. Oh crap. Like air travel grinds to a halt and our whole business is for travelers. And what we learned very quickly was that the people that were still flying, Fernando, you know, this as well as anyone were flight crew and that audience, in addition to being the ones still in the air, gave us such strong feedback that their lifestyles needed this more, maybe more, um, and, and often more urgently than um, travelers. So we, we took all this feedback and, and in listening and learning and talking to um, pilots, flight attendants, and other kind of aviation professionals, really geared the business to help um, that type of customer, um, your people, Fernando, to, to eat healthier and, and have that as an option. So we changed a few things. We went from kind of a one-time purchase of a few snacks that we picked um, that would arrive before your flight to an ongoing monthly um, membership or subscription. And we got feedback that people wanted to pick their own snacks. So it slowly kind of morphed over time, listening to what um, flight crew needed and um, became what it is now where our you know hundreds thousands of customers over time are predominantly pilots flight attendants uh, that are using the snacks that they pick uh, in, in all the instances that you said when they're on their line wow I, I totally love that story man because I think that you know initially you guys came with something and then slowly it shaped to what airfare is now I remember when we met, uh, well, through virtue uh, through social media, about maybe like two and a half years ago, almost three. It was before the pandemic, yeah. I believe, and um, we were sharing some. You know, you guys were trying to get to know a little bit more about the aviation industry and how these things work with pilots and flight attendants. 
And it, it was really, really cool. Well, it has been really cool to see how it's transformed and it's kind of like taking all these different avenues, the pandemic. And I remember that it was uh, a lot for business travelers as well that you guys started this, this for. And, and then mm -hmm. the more you guys started getting interested on the aviation, let me ask Fernando and some other pilots and flight attendants, some of these things, uh, I started seeing that shift go more towards crew. And when you guys came out with the, you can customize your own snacks, I thought that was like one of the best things out there, dude, because us as pilots, I can't speak for everyone. We are very picky, man. We're very picky with what we want. <laughs> and it, no, honestly, like no contract is ever perfect because we're so picky, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, you know, it, it really helps with that customization. Now, what I've also found is that some people, they don't really, um, know too much about the health and what to pick and everything so for some people they're just like oh let me just get a whatever it is and you guys still have that option right you guys have like a random one you can put whatever it is in there sure that's fantastic i love that because you're you guys are kind of like hitting everybody's uh needs for what they want out of this healthy pouch which which i think is is really really cool yeah thanks for all the kind words about the business Fernand. i mean it's awesome to hear that you as a pilot have found it helpful and your feedback has driven a lot of the kind of changes we made. Um, and that's, that's been the theme, I think, for Justin and I, is we have some ideas, but we make more progress and I think have found better success um, following the, the kind of customers like you to, that, that tell us how you want it, and then we listen. Yeah, I think it's so much harder to, to do something, be in the business of an industry that you're not directly in and getting all your information from these different sources. And I think you guys are just on the ball of just trying to get as much info as you can to make airfare pouch that much more convenient for pilots, that much more better. And I think it's on a great, great tra trajectory. So um, Justin, you did mention that you have a little bit of health background. You like writing these articles. Every time I see uh, an email from airfare pouch, I'm like, wow, this sounds like you know, the, either you have a cert, some type of certification in nutrition or something, but it sounds really, really good. Can you tell me a little bit more about how this whole health background, uh, can, like how did you get it started in it or why is it so important to you? Yeah, um, I got started in it because I had a couple of heroes by the names of uh, Michael Jordan, Rocky Balboa, uh, you may be familiar with, fictional character. <laughs> um, and you know, I, no, I, I, I was, I was always wanting to be an athlete and I realized from some of the people I looked up to that they started working out to get more impactful in sports. I did too. Um, and that led me into fitness. And then when I started to learn more about fitness, I started to like ask the guys questions who were like really, really fit. Um, and who I thought were like doing it right. And it turned out that they're, that a lot of what they do uh, centers around what they eat and that you could take two guys who are on the same exact fitness routine, um, or even one guy with a much more intense fitness routine and the other guy is doing a consistent, um, you know, challenging fitness routine and you feed them two different types of diets. The guy with the way better diet is going to look better, uh, is going to feel better, is going to be in better shape overall, uh, internally and externally. And so that got me into nutrition. And then when you get into the nutrition world, this was back in college. Uh, so we're talking 15 years ago. And when you get into nutrition, you realize that, man, there's a lot of different 
people saying a lot of different things here. You know, how do I, so I had to like kind of wrap my hands around it and started reading all these different books. And I took multiple, I mean, I, I don't have a, an official nutrition certification, but I've taken like, I don't know, 15 classes from, you know, various universities uh, around the subject of nutrition and also behavior, like getting yourself, you talk a lot about this, Fernando, and a lot of your blog posts, a lot of your videos um, about how to, you know, there's the mental part, not only the, the eating part. Uh, you know, one thing you realize when you get into nutrition is and you start changing your diet is it's, it's just as much, maybe more mental as it is nutrition. So you start with fitness and you get from fitness to, okay, it actually matters a lot what you eat. Okay. It actually matters a lot how you think. Um, and that's kind of how that's, that's kind of where I am today. Uh, and that's kind of one of the things that led us to you, Fernando, because you talk about these kinds of things and, you know, as Carmelo Anthony once said, you know, game recognized game. You can tell when someone, uh, <laughs> knows what they're talking about if you've been reading enough about it dude I, I love that last quote that's really it's so true man and i think that what everything that you said right there hit the nail on the spot and, and not just necessarily for um in terms of your training is health is your nutrition important but it's just how you feel on a day-to-day -day, right there was actually there's this podcast that's called it's called the I'm, a, I'm Athlete Podcast. It's a podcast hosted by Brandon Marshall, Chato Chosinko, and I can't remember who the last guy is, or maybe two more. But this concept came about of they were having a uh, little bit of a discussion of, you know, what you're a beast, whether you eat McDonald's and work out hard or you eat healthy and work out hard. And I, I think I remember Brandon Marshall said, <laughs> no, like you are, you are going to be a lot better off if you eat healthy and you work out as opposed to the same guy who doesn't eat healthy and works out the same. But then the argument came of talent, mm. right? And that's a whole different total, total, uh, you know, topic in between talent and hard work. But the point of the matter is, is that to the consensus, Brendan Marshall said that in the long run, you're not going to be as affected by the nutrition what you're putting inside your body, working from your body inside and out, Right. Because, yeah, you can eat McDonald's, be a beast for five years, but then that shit's going to catch up to you, you know? And I think that these little with even with these little snacks or or in the amount of pouches that, that everybody gets a, a snack here that's healthy, a snack there that's healthy. That's one less bad habit of going out to get something that's fast food and will fulfill emotional human psychological needs, because that's all it is, man. In the, I can only talk from experience being in the regionals and in the regional airlines, sometimes we have turn times, which is basically when we deplane passengers and they, we load them again up to like 20 to 30 minutes, man. And, you know, you got to load up all the pre-flight stuff. And if there's some type of mechanical discrepancy, you don't have time. Right. And now what happens is you haven't eaten all day. Right. And you're at this point where you're just like, OK, I need a, I need to satisfy one of these human needs. What is the quickest way that I can satisfy my need of certainty? It's by eating because I know I'm certain I can eat. Right. You just quickly fulfill that need for certainty and you're good. So I think for me, where these snacks mm -hmm. have helped, how I mentioned before, it's that when I'm at that point, man, my insulin's real low. I'm starting to get hangry. Everybody's talking in my ear. I got operations talking to me. The flight attendants trying to say something. Passengers. I'm just like, 
Give me one second. I'm going to open up the airfare pouch real quick. <laughs> nobody, nobody talk to me. All right. <laughs> and I get, I get, and I know the healthy snack that I'm putting in. It's a good conscious feeling because I know I'm putting something healthy in my body. It's going to f- satisfy that need. And then until I can get to where I need to get to, to eat a, a, a full on meal. Right. And I think that's, uh, I think that's one of the benefits for me. I'm sure you guys have had other crew members that have had benefits in, in so many different aspects. And I think that's one of the coolest things about each individual company on how it's truly impacting crew members and, and, and travelers in, in many different ways. Um, but Jeremy, do you have a, what's the health background in for you? Have you always been like a, a health, uh, you know, person as well from before, or is this kind of new? I probably, I probably would have always answered yes to that question through my life, including the many, many years when the answer looking back was definitely no. Um, now I'm a, a, I'm an aspiring vegetarian. I've actually learned a ton from working closely with Justin. And the thing that changed the most for me on the health front is this, is, is what i is, is what game recognized game when we started kind of talking was the principal focus was it's not about the day-to-day choices you make. It's more underneath the things that you've said, I'm the type of person who blank. And Justin, in a lot of his reading and writing and kind of nutrition tie-in, it, it started there. I remember when we were talking, Fernando, and I know you asked me about me, so I'll talk about me in a second, but... <laughs> When we, when we started and we asked you, like, tell us about your day-to-day, kind of how you eat on your line. And I remember you were one of the few people that said, I bring 100% of my food when I'm flying. Even for a three-day trip, I have a separate bag. I bring, you know, Tupperwares. And we were like, man, I, Justin and I were like, is there room for somebody like that to have our snacks with them? Or is this kind of not our customer? That kind of principle of I eat what I bring and you can control how healthy it is. That's been a really cool uh, kind of foundation. And I think it's helped you and you have those for fitness too. Justin was the same um, and he's changed those principles, of course, as we learn. But in my earlier years, um, I I, I ate meat, I drank more than I should. I didn't work out that much in college. Um, I mean, I've always been like naturally sort of athletic and uh, it's changed quite a bit though over the last 10 years to where the health focus is now this set of rules or principles that I have about how I am in the world. And as a business, we try to do the same thing. So they, an interesting example is the no sugar, no, no added sweeteners, no added oils in any of our snacks. We turn away more snacks that are delicious and we'd love to include and offer to our customers. But we have a very clear way in the world of we want to give only actually healthy options which are which means that if there's coconut sugar added just for the sake of sweetening it we're not gonna we're not gonna put it in assortment and allow it in so my journey has been very kind of learning about how to root in principles which is what is one of the things i love about the brand that we're trying to build and that i also um, can give both you and justin a lot of thoughts for well, for, Fernando, can I can I just weigh in? I think Jeremy's being a little uh, humble here. Uh, he he has uh, talk about nutrition meets behavior. Jeremy has uh, an Excel file. Uh, I don't know if it's an oh, Excel file. If it's a Google sheet, he's probably he's probably made it 
He's yeah, he's it made is. it. He's made it. Uh, it's on the cloud now. It's not even on the the uh, the device. But he he's recorded what he's what he's eaten. Every <laughs> how many years has it been going on for every single Seven, day? Eight years. The, yeah. co- the estimated caloric c- content and what he eats every single day, and has tracked over time and been able to change. Um, the, his diet as he wants. So in the beginning of the year, he'll say, I want to eat this. I want to eat red meat this many times. I want to drink this many uh, servings of alcohol this year. And it's actually trended in the direction he's wanted to, but he's done that by painstakingly <laughs> recording this stuff every single day, the way that someone who's really into fitness, maybe you do this, Fernando records their workouts or, you know, something like that. So uh, I, I think he's, 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 uh, you know, that, that, that's, that's massive. It's, it is something that I I have, like, I have diagnosed mild OCD and I've channeled that obsession and compulsion into this weird little 10 minutes of my day that is logging my calories in my fitness pal. My aura ring tracks my stats that then I, in the morning for five minutes, just enter them into this Google sheet. But I now at this point, I'm like crazy person, psychopath. When I look (laughs) at it from the outside, have eight years of how many drinks, how much red meat. I can watch trends of miles walked and, and hours slept and all this stuff. I think for a lot of people, like, don't do that. It's too much. And, and it, it, like, I don't notice it anymore because I've made some decisions that like, like on the principal thing, I've said, I meditate every day. And then I just tracked how many days a week did I meditate? And I've done it for now, whatever, eight, 10 years to where it's not a question it's I just it's a habit based on a principle, um, but that's definitely to Justin's point. I think what he's saying definitely helped my health journey to have the awareness. When I look at a month in review and I see here's how many times I ate an animal, here's how many calories I ate. It's so easy then to just make a decision to decrease it or change it when it's not staring you in the face. It's I find it much harder to make change. So that natural kind of weird compulsion that I have in this tracking. Um, it's unique and, and weird, but it's definitely helped me. Dude, I think that, you know, for it, it doesn't work for everyone, but I think you found the way that it can adapt to your lifestyle and that you like it. Because if you didn't like it, if you thought that this was like a, a chore, Amen. you would have stopped two weeks it. after you started it. But it's been eight years. Right. And you, uh, from the from what you described, it's like you like to see the numbers. You like to see the trends and where you like to be analytical with that. For some people, being analytical with their health is it could turn into some pretty uh, deterrent like psychological effects. Right. But for you, you're making it work for you. And just like how you said, you wouldn't recommend that to everyone. Um, because it just might affect them differently, but it sounds like you have a great routine. You know, you dedicate, what is it? Five minutes to put in the data into the spreadsheet, 10 minutes to input the data to your calories. Uh, and, and, and that's all it is for you. It's, it's quick. It's routine. Boom, boom, boom. And I love that how you can make changes that's the biggest thing that you said about that is that you can make these i think it was you justin who said that about jeremy he looks at the sheet and he sees the trends and he's allowed he's going to be able to change what what uh he's going to be you know consuming for a certain amount of time and i think that's that's really really important because you need to be able to have that flexibility with analytical stuff you know 
Yeah. I, I like what you said there too, that it doesn't work for everyone. And I can't stress that enough. My wife thinks I am an insane person, <laughs> um, but she married me. So, hey. you know, no <laughs> but it's interesting our, how, how we run the business together. She yeah. was young. She was, <laughs> she was very young. No. Yes. She didn't. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> so Justin and I are very different in this way. And if you see us at a, at a, an event, like at an aviation conference, um, the analytical side where I'm thinking of snack inventory and, and customer counts and, and that side of the business, like much more operational, Justin is down in the, um, in the conference hall meeting every, every single professional from every business there and driving our partnerships with new people, meeting pilots and flight attendants. It's actually been a, a lot of me strives to be more like that because I've seen so many benefits from being um, so in the community and getting to know people and following yeah. up. But it's also, I think, a nice balance that we have in running a you know, company or a project together, basically, that we're very different in that way. And if I tried to do that, I would find myself probably de-energized and, and often uncomfortable. And um, when Justin looks at spreadsheets, I've seen him pass out. So, um, it, it works very well for us to, to know where we where we shine dude i think that's total you know that's the one of the principles about success in a team is to be for everyone to be able to have the opportunity to excel at what they're really good at and the fact that you guys have found that about each other and makes this flow or this transit um uh, i would say like chemistry in between you two and how to run you know, a business, I think that's super, super important. But so touching up a little bit on this, on this chemistry that you guys have, what has impacted the company the most in aviation? Like what, like, was it like during the pandemic, was that something that the aviation industry was like, whoa, maybe we shouldn't have gone this way. You know, Um, how did you guys come out of that pandemic? I know you guys mentioned you went towards crew members, but tell tell me a, a, how describe that moment where you guys were like, oh shit, like shit's about to go south. Yeah. Um, I, well, you know, there, there were two things, two things I'll say quickly about that. One is, is that when the pandemic hit, um, it, it was good and bad. It, it was, it was bad in the way that it, that sounds pretty obvious, right? All flights grounded, you got, I don't know how many percent of crew, like even any flights were flying, maybe 10%. I don't know. I'm going to just guess. Um, so that's right. bad because we're selling to people, you know, the ideas on the go. It's starting, it's, it's airfare. It's, it's about aviation. Um, so obviously that's bad. It's, it's extremely bad for the business traveler because none of them were flying. Um, you know, even the consultants who were flying twice a week stopped flying. So everyone was stopped. Um maybe with the exception of, you know, some, some, some people, some states in the South. Um, but, um, uh, so that was bad, but in, in another way it was good, uh, because we already, we already said that the people who were still flying had already been the people who started to reach out to us. You, you mentioned, we talked to you before we had already started heading in the crew direction because we were getting feedback like, Hey guys, we fly five days a week. You know, it's, if anyone needs this, it's us. Yeah. Um, so it helped us uh, go in in that direction a little bit. It it also helped um, it helped us slow down. I mean, we were still a new business at that time. Um, you know, a year into it, basically, 
you know, six months after we launched the website. So it was like, it actually helps you get the kinks out a little bit. I mean, you're, you're testing it with less people. So you're not necessarily drinking as much from a fire hose. Yeah. Um, and then, and, and then the last thing that I'll say is, uh, cause you, cause you, one of your, the parts of this question was what's been like the biggest impact, um, aside from, aside from that, that, uh, idea to at least focus more on crew, even though a bunch of our, uh, subscribers are, are also, you know, business travelers or people just on the go business owners, um, the aside from that is uh, one thing that though commercial went way down, um, general aviation, private aviation uh, has is never been doing better. Oh yeah. So it's like you can't apparently you can't like you're on waiting list to buy jets, right? I mean, you imagine having the that kind of problem where you're, <laughs> you know, man, I I just can't get my jet that I'm going to buy. Yeah, yeah I'm um, still on the waiting list. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jeremy's been on the whole time. That's why he's working it's for you know, with me it's really a, he's doing a, a public service for me can i pay you in dried mangoes and <laughs> you sure can yeah so anyway the general aviation thing has has been great i mean we're uh, about to start a, a few different partnerships with a bunch you know a couple fbo chains um you know whether it's operate jet operators or management companies um as well as some of our commercial partnerships as well as some crew and association partnerships so uh, it's kind of actually broadened where we're headed um, in, in a good way. So, so there's been some good and some bad, I would say. Yeah, that I mean, that's kind of what I had thought that how you guys were going to we're, we're going to answer that about the, the impact, because obviously, you know, you guys are still here and still crushing it. Right. And I think that one of those, uh, a lot of people that I ask sometimes about how has the pandemic, you know, affected them in terms of businesses or even their, in their career, a lot of them do say that, hey, this was a, a, a slowdown that I, I, sh I probably needed to kind of rethink things and go about things maybe in a different trajectory. And even happened with me with Fit Aviators Club, it's not in the same trajectory that it was going, you know, two years ago. Um, so it's now a, a little bit different where um, if it wasn't for that slowdown, I don't think I would have thought of, you know, w w to be where I'm at right now. So well, how's it, how's it changed? How, how's it changed? For you? Well, it's, I, I, in the beginning, I didn't want to train people virtually online because I also too have this thing where it's not, it's more of like, if I'm going to train somebody, I need to, I need to need to make sure their, their technique is mm -hmm. correct. Like you can't just give a program out to someone and, Hey, do it, you know, like have clients that, you know, we're talking about like, you know, internally rotated hips with, you know, pronation of the ankle. I can't have them do squats if they're doing those, you know, in, in that position all the time. So um, it, it kind of transitioned where somebody reached out to me, one of my clients reached out to me and they really wanted to change their lives. And I was like, okay, let me, let me, somebody really, really wants to change their life. I'm going to, I'm going to put some some effort into this. And I, uh, even though I didn't want to train anybody virtually, I did. And now I'm training a lot of people virtually. Um, nice. and, and it's one of like the, the coolest things is, is that you can actually get someone to do the right technique through your voice by explaining to them, Pretty cool. do this, do that. And that's, I believe that's, I mean, that's way, way harder than trying to teach somebody, you know, in, in person. But yeah. yeah, so that's how it's changed a little bit for me. And, and I think it's been a pretty cool journey, but I'm also trying to, 
different projects that I'm trying to get involved in uh, as well with aerobatic pilots, which I'm training a few of them. And also uh, di different stuff like this podcast is new, right? I didn't, I wouldn't have thought about that. So I'm taking Fit Aviators Club in, in a couple different directions. And, uh, you know, without having that slowdown, you know, now I'm training aerobatic pilots. I'm more focused into the air show stuff. Uh, and it's really been uh, a, a progressive journey with the knowledge that I have because it's a completely, totally different thing, right? I've trained athletes before. I've trained people who are not athletes before. But to train an aerobatic pilot, that's a whole different type of flying. You know, we're talking about G-forces. We're talking about spinal stability, right. uh, pelvic stability, everything, cervical spine stability. And it's just so different the way the way aerobatic pilots metabolically use energy, mimicking that through exercises, it's something that I've, you know, researched, studied, applied my concepts as a personal trainer into this research on how to train aerobatic pilots. And without that slowdown, I wouldn't have had that time, right? So it gave me that, that different uh, branch to just kind of go and do that stuff. And then also starting this, this podcast to be able to reach more people who don't have social media. And, and that's the point. That's the whole reason why I started the podcast, because I talked to a lot of pilots and flight attendants. They don't have Instagram. They don't like having this social media stuff. They don't really like how it affects their lives. Totally, totally understand, because sometimes social media can be a little a little bad. Have you done that type of flying? Uh, Aerobatics? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool. not, dude, it feels like I worked out for like 10 hours. Will you take us up there? Oh, I can't, I mean, I can't do it by myself yet. <laughs> when you can, we're game. Yeah, for sure. That's right. Um, but yeah, so, so it's, it's been, um, even though it's, it's such a negative thing, I think it's positive, positively done good things for, for other people. And it's just on that mindset that you have, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fernando, to, to take it back to the question you asked um, a couple minutes ago, just because I, I had a thought on it. There's something in addition to the pandemic transition, something that was, I think it's been the most impactful about our you know, narrowing focus on aviation and flight crew specifically was how tight your community is. Over the last two years, it, it's been really incredible to be, I think in some way accepted as people get to know us and the very, um, how close the different communities are within aviation, um, pilots and commercial pilots and private pilots and then finding our way into people that run FBOs. Um, it, it's really cool when we have a customer that we you know, first finds us somehow on social media, they sign up, they've been getting our snacks for a couple months. We run into them at, a, at an event, they have their snacks with them. They introduce us to someone else. It's, it's as, um, like I said, it's as tight-knit as, uh, as any group that I've experienced through, through my life. And I think that's been a real tailwind, no pun, but for the business, because when we share things, when we're out and about, um, it, it, there's so many touch points and people are talking and sharing things that's, that are helping them stay healthy, that they're trying. Um, so it's been really cool to be part of that in some way, even though that's not just in, in my background. Yeah, that you're totally right on that. I think the the majority of pilots know what it's like to go through 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 things, and a lot of the flight deck conversations that we have, or that the flight attendants have in their jump seats, is basically kind of showing, spreading out the word of whatever it is that's helped them, so that somebody else can not have to go through that, right? 
it, it's mm. for almost everyone who is a pilot and is in the airlines or in the corporate world or wherever they're flying. It's probably, it's most, most like has been a dream for them and to be where they're at, you know, people recognize how hard it is to get there. And even if it hasn't been your dream ever to do that, it's still part of that community just just sharing how you make life easier for you, how you do this, how you do that. And that, that I specifically do that with health and fitness, right? And that's why ever since we teamed up, I'm going to hit back to on, on, on a concept that you mentioned earlier about those goals and values that you both have. And it, I could see it through your product. I could see it through the company. And I knew that this was going to align, right? Because like you guys, how you don't accept snacks from just anybody has to be the right snack. That's how I also do it with the people that I want to partner with. And we, this is the first time that probably us three have, you know, talked together, but I've talked to both of you individually through email, through phone calls, and even just through what you guys are seeking, what you're, I knew these values and, and beliefs were aligned. And that's why I've, I'm like, you know, I want to be surrounded by people like that. I want to team up with people like that because not only does it, do we benefit from each other, but it opens up so many more opportunities, possibilities, and where together we're impacted. I'm sure this episode is going to impact who a lot of people who are going to hear this all over the world. And that's, that's one of the best things for me and about Fit Aviators Club. And we both share, we, we, us three, we share that kind of mentality and those kind of core values and beliefs. So that's, that's really important. Um, right. So what is the vision that you guys have for the future of, of airfare? Like, what is the message that you guys are intending to send across through all your consumers to be like, every time somebody talks about airfare pouch, you want them to think the same thing. What, what is that? What do you, what's the vision? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take a first crack at that Jaron. You can, uh, you can after, um, but I, I, um, it's a good question. And, uh, thanks for your comments on that, by the way, it's, I'm glad that it's coming through, um, in just how we carry ourselves, how our product looks. I'm glad that the the values we hold are coming through. And really that is sort of the vision for the company. If you're thinking about what, you know, what, what are we, what are we initially getting in this for? And what are we in this for? Um, we, we have, we hold certain beliefs, you know, and those are that we're, we do better. We are better people if we're taking care of ourselves and the areas where it's really difficult to take care of yourself are kind of when you're on the go. Uh, but at the same time, you want to be on the go. You want to be making stuff happen. If you're if you're a pilot, you want to be in the air, right? If you, or you want to be in those kind of like those short sits. Okay, I got a thing. I'm going to return. You know, at this time, oh, I'm away for four days. I'm going over to Alaska. Then I'm over to Florida. Like you want that lifestyle. Uh, you want that G force. You know, impact that you're having. But you also don't want to sacrifice yeah. um, your health because you know that if you sacrifice your health then you're going to sacrifice a whole bunch of other things, right? The relation to the people you touch, you're going to be in a worse mood. Like you were talking about before you're getting hangry, but it's not even just that you're hangry. You're like, you know, you're, you're not feeling that good. You're not feeling that clear. You're not feeling that focus. And so that's part of, I know on the fitness side of things, certainly like if I haven't been out moving around in, in a day or two, I mean, I, I'm just worse to be around. 
and I'm going to do worse work. And so we feel like, okay, what we want to do is we want to make it easier to eat healthy and just be healthy on the go because we support, we love the sort of on the go busy lifestyle, um, but we don't want to sacrifice our health. So that, that's what we, that's where we see, like, that's the major message that we're trying to send. And we're hoping to do that, uh, you know, first all through aviation um, and then kind of beyond to, to these other areas, right? You're, you're not just the pilot, Fernando, as you were saying, um, you're a trainer, right? You run a business, um, you are a speaker, right? You're going to these shows speaking. Um, and so you're not just, you're not just one thing. You're many things, you got many things going on. And so that means you're not always going to be in the airport or on the airplane or in your hotel, you're going to be at the gym training someone. Then you got to, then you got a thing at three, you know, three o'clock, you got to speak to some NASA pilots or whatever you're going to get into. Right. Uh, you know, you're, you're training the, 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 whatever, the, 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 whoever's flying air force one and, and you need to be all around, but you don't want to sacrifice your health to do it. So you're going to fit in the time where you're going to be able to do your workouts. You're going to fit in the time. We're going to be able to eat health healthfully. Um, and if that means bringing stuff with you, then that's what it means. And so that's, so we'll, we'll kind of expand to all those areas where it's very hard to find healthy things. Um, but you, st where you still need that energy. That was a long answer. But. Yeah, that's well said. I think you nailed it. I think we want to be in every place where it's, uh, it's convenient for somebody to grab something that'll keep them with peak nutrition, feeling their best when they're on the go. And so that, that scenario, Justin painted where. When you're at the airport, there's a airfare. Uh, our snacks are available there. The, the commercial airline you're flying is serving them on the plane. When you land and you go play around the golf, they're at the golf course. Anywhere where it's easy, um, where it would be hard to find a truly, actually healthy, nutritious option that keeps you fueled for the day, um, we want to be there. So, like Justin said, we're going to start with aviation. But um, as the years go by, I would expect to see more and more of us um, where people need us to be. And that's our vision for, for where we're headed. Yeah, that sounds like a genuine vision. And I, like I said, if I could see that through your product, I'm sure that, you know, people go through all these different promo ads on Instagram now, on Facebook and all this stuff. And, and the way some of these companies just come across, it's just they're all saying the same thing right they're all saying the same thing they're trying to target the same market they're trying to target the same thing and it's just like it doesn't come from a genuine place you guys from what you say what you hear even if somebody doesn't listen to this episode you can tell that it comes from a genuine place the emails that you send to your subscribers they know that it's it's not just oh hey you got your 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 bunch of snacks on a pouch I also want to give you a lot more other information about this health, about these people who are getting information from as well. So that like, this is a like-minded uh, concept here. It's no one information benefits everyone. You have to outsource and get different types of information from other people to be able to inform those that are following you. Right. And that's, that's pretty much the whole concept of Fit Aviators Club. And it's, and it's exactly what you guys are doing too. And it's great because the person who doesn't know about what added sugars are, and you guys mentioned something about that in your article, they just learned about it. And now you just impacted that person in a certain way. And it, mm. it, it adds value to the product. And, and it's not just the healthy snacks. 
it's airfare pouch that has that value. So now, you know, of course, you're going to start seeing airfare pouch everywhere. And it's going to give you that sense of, damn, like that's, that's a, that's a company that, that I want to have products from, or even at some point, if you guys, wh whatever it is that, that, that you're going to, you would like to expand to. And, um, well, thanks, man. I totally think that, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's totally, it's not every day you get to listen and talk with people who have this kind of idea for their products or services. So it, there's, there's a lot of people out there trying to start things and the, the way they're going about it is just for everyone is, is, is their own way. But I just got to say that from your person, your, the way you guys are doing it is, is very genuine. It comes off the way, you know, from uh, the, the people will, will know that it is genuine. It's really as nice, well. man. Thank you for saying that. It means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I got two questions for you guys, and then we'll wrap up this episode. First question for Justin is, oh, well, for both of you your favorite your number one choice in the pouch go oh man Ooh. i'm gonna have to cheat a little bit and give you two answers because we have kind of a, a pretty clear divide in sweet and savory okay so there are like Fair a enough. saltier savior option and then there's a so i usually i i tend to put them together um oh. in into is it like i mean that's what i'll take so if i if i want right that the two snacks together, that's going to be like 400 calories. Like that's, a, that's a good amount to get you through to the next okay. day. Right. Yeah. And, and so that's, that's what I'll eat early, early in the day, you know, uh, something like it's, it's light, but it still has enough nutrition. In it. Yeah. Um, I'd say that the first thing is it, it, it's on the, on the savory side, it's either it's, it's going to be the earthy, crunchy kale with sour cream and onion flavor. Uh, tied with the bear bar, which is like a kale oh, wow. Fernando and nut bar, bear bar, which I think you've had a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so one of those two, those are both like 160 calories or whatever, but both have like pretty good protein fiber. Uh, actually, the earthy crunchy kale has like nine grams of protein or 10 grams of protein. And then I pair that with the, uh, the loopy bar. Um, I actually have it right next to me. All right, let's see. Um, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the, the peanut butter chocolate, and there's also a cinnamon raisin. Um, in the loopy bar, uh, reading it right now, um, it's 200 calories. It's got nine grams of protein, and it's got, I think, eight grams of fiber, um, seven grams of fiber. So you're talking about getting 20 grams of protein, you know, and 15 grams two, of fiber yeah. in two snacks. At, at 350 calories, 360 calories, um, and you're like good, you're not like right. so full that you can't yeah. go do stuff. Uh, anyway, that's, those are my two favorites to, to eat on like a daily awesome. basis. What about you, Jeremy? Yeah, mine's pretty straightforward. I will say it changes seasonally. Like I'll have a new favorite mm -hmm. right now. And one of my, Fernando, I want to ask you what your, not your favorite snack is, but like what you're guilty, like you could eat a whole can of this stuff. Mine is peanut butter. So I, late at night, if I'm like a little hungry, I'll just go. Um, my wife got me a spoon that's engraved. It says Jer's peanut butter spoon. But we have a snack from this great <laughs> snack company in New Jersey called Jones Bar. And they make a PB&J um, bar, which to any current oh, wow. airfare members, if you haven't added this to your pouch, please get it next month. Um, I'll, I'll add two when we pack your order. But it, it, it tastes as much like a real PB&J sandwich as I can imagine you can make it because all the ingredients are just 
peanut butter, um, some some fresh berries. There's nothing else added, and it's and wow. it's a dates and it's excellent. Um, so that's my favorite right now. I have to give a shout out though to the Bear Bar also from a great company in California. It's somehow it the ingredients are lemon, cashew, kale, red pepper, and I think there's one more ingredient like chia seed. Chia seed, chia yeah. seed. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, it breaks apart sometimes because it's a fragile, it's, she's fragile, but if you just dump it in your mouth, it is, to me, it's one of the more delicious snacks I've ever seen created. And, and the, the founder, Brian, got a patent on the way he dehydrates really slowly. So it's super nutritious. I know that I'm doing good for my body, but still eating a tasty snack when I eat that. So it's definitely one of mine. Fernando, how about you? Totally hands down the bear bar. I mean, when I first opened it, it was a little, you know, it was a little messy to eat. Yeah. But dude, I tasted it. And I was like, whoa, I want like all my snacks to put this bear on. It <laughs> is so good. It is so good. And then the other one that I really, really like, it's the, the uh, we'll have two more, the Thunderbird bars. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Great Those company. Are so and awesome. good. Yeah. 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 And then the sun and sweet they're like uh they're like the little sun swell little yeah. day ball the cashew, yeah. the cashew bites yeah dude those are really cool company they satisfy my like my 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 sweet like need boom satisfy boom I, I like it's it's just so good right there and i love the fact that you know all, all, pretty much all your snacks how you mentioned justin it was about how much of these other nutritional values am i getting per the amount of calories you mentioned that many grams of protein, that many grams mm-hmm. of fiber for 350 calories, as opposed to, you know, n- something that's not that you're getting 350 calories in half of it, half of the protein amount, half of the fiber amount, you know, and probably way up more on the sodium and probably way up more on the other, you and know, the sugar. Shit. Yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that, yeah, that is, that is totally fantastic. I think that's a concept that not a lot of people are aware of. Sometimes people just look at that what's that calorie number, right? But then all those other little things on that nutrition yeah. label, you know, account, they got to take that into account too. Keep educating, keep, keep teaching. Yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. Well, Justin, Jeremy, thank you so much, guys, for being on this episode. It's been a complete blast. Awesome. Talking to, know, to, talking to you, getting to know you, getting to know more about Airfare, even though I knew a lot about you guys already, but uh, I just learned a lot of things about, you know, how you guys drive this company. And it's totally amazing. I have no doubt that it's going to be huge success, even more than it's when it is already. And um, I can't wait to see that, man. Our pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, really appreciate it, Fernando. And don't forget, uh, we, we made a deal. When the next time when Jeremy and I are both in Florida, um, we get a one-on-two training session. Yeah, you, uh, yep. 100%. From the captain. This. From That's the acrobatic right. captain himself. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Hey, just want to remind the listeners, uh, get 50% off their first order with customizable snacks using the discount code fit aviators club, check out airfare pouch at airfarepouch.com. Thanks for listening. See you later.